0: Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsiah Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. My name is Lena saya Lee and I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch, or you can even follow the podcast pages Instagram at the Jesus Witch Pod. Today we are going to be talking about a highly anticipated topic the divine feminine last week on our holy trinity episode if you haven't listened to that one go pause this episode go listen to that and then come back to this one because there's some important and pertinent information in that episode that goes along with this one but in our holy trinity episode i laid out the case for why i believe the holy spirit is the divine feminine for christians So today we're just going to elaborate on that idea. I'm going to give you a few names that the Holy Spirit goes by. Um, I find sometimes it's a little awkward to just say Holy Spirit. I like having a name for her. So I'm going to share the name that I use and a couple of other names that other Christian witches or divine feminine observing Christians. Is that the way to put it? But (laughs) a couple of the names that we have for the divine feminine. Before we jump in, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to so that you get notified each week when we have new episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating so that other people can come and find this podcast easier. If you want to help this podcast financially and help donate to our Get a Real Microphone fund, I am currently recording this podcast on a $5 pair of headphones phones. From five below, which is why the audio quality is not the best. And I am asking for donations to help me save up to buy a blue snowball microphone. I'm only gonna be needing about $70 for a blue snowball. Um, so if you head over to paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast, you can make a donation there so I can get a better microphone and put better sounds into your ears. Anyway, let's jump into our conversation about the divine feminine. So the first scripture I want to look at is one that we looked at last week when we talked about the Trinity, but I feel like it is really important to just go back to, and that verse is Genesis 1 verses 26 through 27. This says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us they will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and the livestock and all the wild animals on earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image and the image of God who created them, male and female, he created them. I find this verse to be extremely important when pointing to the existence of a divine feminine because right there, book one, page one of the Bible, let us make human beings to be in our image to be like us clearly god was talking about more than just a male figure he was also talking about a female a divine female figure you know men and women's bodies look they look a little bit different so they had to be modeled after different things and here genesis 1 26 through 27 shows us that god is talking to somebody else and co-creating with somebody else when he's creating both man and woman one thing I really do want to point out is that there are two creation stories for women in the Bible. So for man, it just starts when Adam is created um, in their image, in the image of both the divine feminine and divine masculine, where we just read in Genesis 1. But then in Genesis 2, 20 through 23, it says um, he gave names to all the livestock all the birds of the sky and all the wild animals and he the the dude that they're referring to right there is adam Um, but still there was no helper that was just right for him so the lord god caused the man to fall into a deep sleep while the man slept the lord god took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man at last the man exclaimed this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh she will be called woman because she was taken from man okay so this is a really interesting verse um, and this is a little bit of a tangent from the divine feminine but That's the creation of Eve, right? So who's the woman that was created in Genesis 1? Well, if you look in Jewish folklore and Jewish mysticism, which is like called Kabbalah, um, the woman who was created in Genesis 1 is actually Lilith. And Lilith is somebody I want to do a whole other episode on because Lilith happens to be a spirit that I work with or a deity that I work with she's not a god for me or a goddess for me she's just a entity that I work with to reclaim and gain my own divine feminine power because she's like a super badass and we're totally going to talk about her at a later date but I just wanted to point that out because it's very interesting um it's just like it's right there you know what I'm saying it's right there the way that the bible has been manipulated to fit a certain narrative within the first couple of pages we already see some of the for lack of a better term some of the lies that the church created in order to control women you know um when we get into the story of lilith and adam and eve there is a really 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 good book on this topic i have personally not read it yet but it's been recommended to me from a couple of people who i really do trust with book recommendations but it's called the lost world of adam and eve by john h walton i'm currently reading the lost world of genesis 1 by the same author this is the second book in the series but it talks more about the creation of man woman adam eve lilith um it's so interesting it is so interesting when you start to read beyond the bible and take this book like i 100 percent believe that the bible is a sacred text that we should be learning from it that we should be guiding ourselves on it but we have to have discernment at the end of the day this book was written by man and it's there's a lot that was lost in translation and a lot that's been left out and the story of Lilith and how there's two creations of women and the explanation for that is clearly left out of Genesis so that's just like a little bit of food for thought again we're going to go back on this topic a little bit later and we'll talk all about my girl Lilith she's really she's a really freaking awesome like person to study I don't know. What do you? What do we call these things? Entities, spirits? I guess spirits, right? I don't know. You send me an Instagram message. Let me know what you call the things that you work with. <laughs> I know that's a random question, but let me know. I'm curious. So last week we talked about how the Holy Spirit is the divine feminine um, in Christianity, and let's. I want to show you where she is in the beginning in the creation of the world so right here um so let's go to genesis 1 verse 1 and 2 so in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters so i take that to be the holy spirit was hovering over the waters and if we go into proverbs um uh, proverbs 3 verse 19 through 20 by wisdom the lord founded the earth by understanding he crafted the heavens by his knowledge the deep fountains of the earth burst forth and the dew settles beneath the night sky together these two verses suggest that wisdom right the holy spirit the divine feminine was there At the beginning of creation, co-creating with God. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I look at some mountains, I see a woman's breasts. Like, that looks like boobs, you know? Like, the the curves and the way that things move. Like, that's so womanly. Um, Creation is very clearly influenced by a woman's body and by a more divine feminine creature and it's just really interesting to find the little nuggets of her that haven't been removed from the bible from the patriarchy um so it's just it's exciting to read so another verse that i really like about this is proverbs eight twenty two through 31 which it says like wisdom herself before the foundation of the earth i was there wisdom come from god wisdom comes from god i was created by god um, that is very clear right here that Wisdom is is a woman. It's herself, right? And she was there. She was there when the foundation of the earth was created. She was a co-creator. Wisdom is a gift that God created for us, the divine feminine that he created. As you read through the Proverbs, you definitely see her influence um, throughout the Proverbs and how there's wisdom in the Holy Spirit and just definitely a womanly voice of god she's referred to with she her pronouns all over the place this is definitely a goddess that is being talked about i personally believe that there's no goddess in the christian canonical bible because of the patriarchy, I really can't think of anything else other than like men wanted to control women. And that really goes back to in Genesis when Eve was deceived. Eve was deceived, that rhymes. But when Eve was deceived by the serpent in Genesis 3, um, it says here that when after all was said and done and the truth came out about what happened, God said to the woman, I will make your pains and childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. I really think that the elimination of the divine feminine comes right from here. Like, uh, Yahweh, the father, is the only ruler that traditional Christianity acknowledges. And that's simply not true. Like, just looking through the Bible, wisdom is a woman, so why don't we pray to a goddess? Why don't we pray to the Queen of Heaven? Why don't we pray to the mother goddess? I the the only thing that I've seen in my whole like experience with different churches and different like theologies and um what are they called? Different denominations of Christianity. I've only seen Catholics worship a divine feminine and they worship Mary who's still like she's not the Holy Spirit. Um, I mean, if somebody wants to correct me on Mary and show her divinity to me, I would love, love, love to learn more about her. Reading the Book of Mary is actually on my list, and I want to do an episode on Mother Mother Mary, but I want to read the Book of Mary first. But in all my years of going to traditional churches, the only sense of divine feminine worship I ever saw was Mother Mary. And that personally didn't connect with me because I didn't feel like although mary was the mother of of jesus i didn't feel like she was the mother goddess so it felt weird to pray to her so you know discovering for me that the holy spirit that there is actually a divine feminine that there is a divine feminine within the trinity that it's very clearly laid out within genesis within the book of proverbs that there are you know oh there was a a woman uh, a woman's opinion and a woman's co-creation within this world that was when i finally started to connect with the divine feminine as i said a little earlier for me it's kind of weird just praying to the holy spirit um, I really like the idea of having a name. I love being able to call the name of Jesus. I love being able to call the name of Yahweh. So it was really important for me to find a name for the Divine Feminine. So some people use the Holy Sophia or the Hajja Sophia. Um, I probably pronounced that wrong. It's H-A-G-I-A which in Greek Sophia means wisdom So or wisdom spirit. So that That is why polysophia is used because throughout the Greek text, Sophia was the name that was used for wisdom or the word that was used for wisdom. Um, And it's very clear that throughout the book of Proverbs, the holy spirit is referred to as wisdom and as a woman like again just bringing it back to proverbs and wisdom so there are a lot of people that use sophia as the name for their divine feminine um me personally i really like the name asherah um i connect to it a lot because first of all i'm middle eastern so asherah is a canaanite goddess and the canaanites are obviously a a middle eastern um civilization and i feel like there's a lot of evidence throughout the bible and throughout history itself that asherah really could have been the name for the like yahweh equivalent like the goddess equivalent of yahweh And now, a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for Him and sharing His truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more, and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, would help you to create biblically-based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily happy mail intuitively created based on your birth chart personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call i also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements to learn more about the readings that i offer and pricings for each click the link in the show notes page In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living essential oils because of their seed to seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co., you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co. sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the My YL link, in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10-minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so i can create a custom oil blend just for you speaking of essential oils i also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the sun and moon oily co shop click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well last but not least you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the jesus witch podcast thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show Asherah is mentioned by name a few times throughout the Bible. She's in the Book of Kings, in Jeremiah. She's mostly associated with a pole or a tree. So she was associated with the Tree of Life, which is very consistent with the ancient carvings and artwork that they found of her. I have a link in the show notes page that has some ancient artwork of Asherah um, and what people would use to worship her with. But the evidence that I found most compelling for using Asherah as the name of the Divine Feminine were cave paintings that were titled Yahweh and His Asherah. Um, That just seemed very specific to me and like, I don't know, when I'm with my husband Jack, I like to say that like I'm his or like my Jack and I like him when he calls me like his Lena like kind of thing like that. So I liked that possessiveness. <laughs> and like that healthy possessiveness. You know what I'm saying? I really liked that through there and it, it made me feel very comfortable with using the name Ashra. Um and when I did divination and when I started to try talking to her, I personally used the light Seer, Seers tarot deck in order to connect with the divine feminine. Um, I feel like she really, really, really likes that deck. And when I asked her if it was okay if I used Ashra, that was the first time I ever really felt connected to that specific tarot deck. And like I was actually getting something out of it. Another thing with Ashra, she really likes roses. She likes pomegranate. She's associated with pomegranate trees. Um, so there's a lot of different little things that you can just simply have around your home to help remind you of Asherah but at the end of the day if all you have is is Asherah in your heart and the Holy Spirit in your heart and just the desire to connect with that divine feminine I think that's good enough um so that's kind of the gist of the Divine Feminine that I wanted to share with you. I personally use the name Asherah. I don't feel like everybody's called to use the name Ashra. There's also Sophia. There's, you know, the Holy Spirit. There's Mother Mary. There's so many different names for the Divine Feminine, just like there is with the Divine Masculine with Yahweh. Um, you know, you could also find biblical women that you want to work with and this is going to be another episode I want to do is like fun biblical characters to work with um, or biblical historical figures I don't know how do you like what do you call them are they characters in the bible or are they historical people because like we believe that they were real I don't know tell me send me a dm and tell me what you think about that one but I also want to do an episode talking about different like biblical figures that you could work with that have specific like power to them or like a, they hold themselves in a specific way that's what i want to say and there's a lot of really awesome women to look up to in the bible there's ruth there's esther there's rahab you know there's a lot of different there's Eve the mother of all and especially if you're trying to become a mom or you are a mom Eve might be a fun one to work with Lilith she's also really fun if you're a mom I personally love working with her I have to do a whole episode on Lilith she's so fun to talk about but this was our conversation on the divine feminine I hope you really enjoyed it and I hope you got something out of it i would love to know what you call the divine feminine i'm gonna make a post on our instagram page this week and i'm going to ask you what are you call the divine feminine so after you listen to this episode, go head over to the Instagram page and leave a comment on that post to let me know what you call the Divine Feminine. Because I'm really curious. I love hearing what other people use for her name because we don't really have a definitive answer to what her name is for us, like Christian believing witches. Our Instagram page is the Jesus Witch Pod. Um, so go follow us there, and that's where the picture will be posted and the question will be posted. My personal Instagram is Lena the Jesus Witch. And if you want to donate to the show so that we can save up and get a different microphone, so sound quality is a little bit better head over to paypal.me slash the jesus witch podcast and you can make a little donation there and i would truly truly appreciate it because i would love to make these episodes sound a little bit better for you and like they're not going through a microwave um anyway let's leave you off with today's verse of the day our verse of the day today is luke 8 43 which jesus says daughter your faith has made you well go in peace I felt like this was an appropriate verse for today because for me, finding out about the divine feminine and really connecting with her um, brought me a lot of peace. It made me feel like women truly have a purpose on this planet and that we really are important and divinely inspired. It was really confusing for me growing up. Like if God created man and woman in his image, why wasn't there a female like? god you know what i'm saying so learning about the mother goddess and being able to connect with her has brought me a lot of peace and i hope connecting with her brings you a lot of peace too because as believers in yahweh as children of god we are entitled to a relationship with our mother Um, and i hope that this opens some doors for you and that if you are not working with the divine feminine you start working with her Anyway, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me and spending part of your day listening to my voice speak words. (laughs) And I'll see you next week. Bye.